0: Welcome to What Christians Should Know, hosted by Dr. Elijah Sadoffel. This podcast equips you with clarity and meaningful answers about God, the Bible, and your Christian life. Now, here's Dr. Sadoffel. Our theme verse comes from Mark 10.45. There, Jesus says the following... For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give His life a ransom for many. Son of Man was Christ's preferred title when referring to Himself. So here in Mark 10.45, Jesus is essentially saying that He came to serve and as an extension of His service to give His life a ransom for many. Most people know that Jesus died on the cross, and Jesus dying on the cross secured salvation for the elect. In plain English, the death of Jesus on the cross opened the door for believers to make it to heaven. Consequently, the question I'll be answering today is, why did Jesus have to die? In this episode, I will divide up this question and provide three responses. First. Why did Jesus have to die? What is it about Christ that made his death unique? After all, regular people die all the time. Death is not unique, it's very, very common. Even more, when people do die, it is an occasion for mourning. Jesus' death, however, is celebrated by the Christian community in the Sacrament of Communion. So why did Jesus have to die? Jesus had to die because only Jesus is the God-man. That is to say that Jesus is fully God and fully man in one person. As Hebrews 2.17-3.1 tells us, Jesus is our great high priest who mediates for us. Jesus always was God from the beginning, but Jesus could not represent man before God if Jesus was not a man. So Jesus incarnated and became a man while remaining God. Furthermore, only the God-man could accomplish what Jesus did on the cross. You see, God could not die on the cross because God cannot die. A mere man could not die on the cross and serve as an acceptable ransom for the whole of humankind. But the God-man could die on the cross serve as an acceptable ransom for all humankind, resurrect, and now serve as the mediator between God and man. This is why Jesus and no one else died to secure our salvation. Second, why did Jesus have to die? The answer is God did not have to do anything. What makes God God is that he is not compelled by any external force or agent. What makes God's grace grace is that it is free unmerited favor. So God is free to bestow his grace on whomever he wishes. Exodus thirty three nineteen. God's outward grace is a manifestation of his love. John three sixteen tells us that God loved the world and as a result, he freely gave us his Son, Jesus. So Jesus did not have to die, but he did. He died and gave his life as a ransom for many out of love. Jesus died and carried the burden of sin for God's children so they would not have to. Jesus had to die so that the elect could live. The death of the Messiah on the cross is celebrated because it is a real palpable demonstration of God's love. This is why a child of God has their heart warmed and filled with joy when they can understandably say, Christ loved me and gave himself up for me. Third, why did Jesus have to die? Jesus shed His blood on the cross, but He could not have accomplished His mission if He came to earth, got a paper cut, and then went back to heaven. Jesus had to fully shed His blood and then die. So why did Jesus have to die? Romans 3, 25-26 tells us, That text says, God displayed Jesus publicly as a propitiation in His blood through faith. This was to demonstrate his righteousness, because in the forbearance of God, he passed over the sins previously committed. For the demonstration, I say, of his righteousness at the present time, so that he would be just and the justifier of the one who has faith in Jesus. What Paul tells us here is a crucial point that many Christians may have missed. The goal of Christ's death on the cross was not us. God's ultimate aim in saving people was not the salvation of people. As Romans 15, 8-9 tells us, God's goal in Christ's death on the cross was God's own glory. So why did Jesus have to die? Jesus had to die for God's glory. God is holy and just. For thousands of years before the cross, God passed over the sins that His people committed and forgave them instead of punishing them psalm 103 10 the problem is that god's justice could not say never mind to sin if he did do that he would not be just if he did do that he would simply let liars and murderers go free after they said i'm sorry so what did god do as romans 3 25 26 says he sent his son to demonstrate his righteousness the penalty for sin is death so god sent his son to the cross At Calvary, Jesus sacrificed his life in place of God's elect. This substitution required life for life, not a mere paper cut. Subsequently, at Calvary, God poured out all the wrath for every sin that all of the elect would ever commit from eternity past to eternity future. He unleashed all that on Jesus to satisfy his justice. He unleashed all of that on Jesus so that the penalty owed because of sin would be justly paid and God's justice fully satisfied. The fancy term for Jesus paying the debt penalty for sin is called atonement. As I mentioned in the first point, only Jesus could make a proper atonement. God cannot die for sins, and a man would never be able to withstand the unrestrained wrath of God. Neither could God alone nor man alone satisfy the demands of the atonement, but the God-man did. Thus, by Christ's atonement, God punishes all sin that deserves punishment. God is now vindicated as righteous and can justly treat his children with grace. All those who are not gods will be justly punished for their own unrepentant sins in Sheol forever. What this tells us is very straightforward. Primarily, Jesus did not die for our sakes. He died for God's sake. As Isaiah 43.7 states clearly, human beings were created for God's glory. This purpose does not change in salvation. We are the means of salvation or the ones that are saved, but the goal of saving us is that we glorify God, Romans 5.11. This fulfills why we were created in the first place. We were created not with a me focus, but a God focus. Truly, it is not selfish for God to demonstrate His righteousness or to work for His own glory in our salvation, because God objectively is the best there is. Thus, His grace works through the death of Jesus so that we can have the best there is, God Himself. As 2 Corinthians 5, 18-20 says, God reconciled us to Himself through Christ not so that we would value us above all else, but so that we would value God above all else. Salvation is not man-centered, it is God-centered. Salvation is of the Lord. Why did Jesus die on a cross? Because as Deuteronomy 21.23 says, everyone that hangs on a tree is cursed. As Galatians 3.13 says, Christ redeemed us from that curse by becoming a curse for us, by hanging on a tree. Who did Jesus die for? He died specifically for the elect. He did not die for no one, for that would make no sense. He did not die for everyone since reality validates that many reject God. He did not die just to make salvation possible because that would mean human choice is the most powerful force in the universe. Jesus died for the elect and precisely accomplished salvation for all those for whom he died. John 6.37, 6.44, 17.1-9, Romans 8.28-30, and Ephesians 1.4. To God be the glory forever.